Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today. Um, guys, the readings today really, uh, they light me up. Um, there are some beautiful readings and some awesome insights from the Word of God. Um, two, we're going to look at the first one and the second one. Uh, the first one, you have this, this guy, this Jewish scribe by the name of uh, Eleazar. Um, and I love how he's, he's basically being imprisoned, right? And, uh, and he's being forced to eat pork. And as you know, Jews are not allowed to eat pork. It's against the Jewish law. And so to degrade him and to force him to make it look like he's worshiping the pagan gods, they're trying to force him to do something that was unlawful in the Jewish faith. And so they actually get to the point, if you caught that, they actually forced it down his throat. And he spit it out, lest he would offend God. And he says, what kind of example would that be to the young? Right? And so the guys that were there with him, the ones that were holding him in captivity, they came, to, they came to like him. They had an affection for him. And so they tried to tell him, look, here's what we're going to do. You're going to get your own kind of meat, and we're going to prepare it, and we'll bring it, bring it to you so that you'll seem like you're eating the pork, but it's really not pork. So you're still keeping the commandments of the law, um, but at least that way you'll save your life. So it'll appear that the king sees you eating the pork. And it's awesome because he refuses He's like, no, if I do that, then the youth are going to think that I've betrayed the laws of God, even though I haven't. And so he chooses death rather than setting a bad example to the youth, right, and offending God in, uh, in that. So it's just really cool. And I was looking at that and praying with that. I'm like, man, what a courageous thing to do, right, to, to, to choose death rather than his own life. So he doesn't offend God, but and he, over and over, it's, I don't want to be a bad example to the young people, right? So awesome, so courageous. And so I love that piece of it. So that's just something that you can chew on. No pun intended with the pork. Um, <laughs> but uh, then I also, I love the gospel too. So another little thing, um, it's one of my favorite stories with Jesus, right? This, this guy, Zacchaeus. And maybe I like it because he's a short man and it talks about that and I kind of, partial to short people. Um, but, but you see, Zacchaeus, is, um, he's a, he is a major sinner. Zacchaeus is not just a beginner tax collector. He's the chief tax collector. He would have been, in the Jewish times, the most hated guy. The most hated, right? Because he extorted and stole from the Jews all the time because of the taxes. So what a, what a disgrace this man was to society, right? And so, but we see something in Zacchaeus that I think reflects sometimes in our own hearts. We see Zacchaeus, even though he's wrapped in sin, this was big sin, tax collectors and prostitutes were put on the same level, okay? This is big sinner. Zacchaeus hears about Jesus. And he hears of the miracles that are going on and what Jesus is speaking about. And there's something inside of Zacchaeus that wants that. And it says that he, he goes, he hears Jesus coming to town. He's like, i got to go see this guy. And he can't see Jesus because he's, quote, short in stature, right? But it doesn't stop him. He runs ahead of the whole crowd and he climbs up a sycamore tree. Right? So that he can see Jesus. He's not even wanting to talk to Jesus. He just wants to put his eyes on him. Right? And, and I guess there's a lot of shame in his heart. Like, I'm not worthy for Jesus to come talk to me. I just want to see him. So there's humility that's also acting in his soul. Right? And I was drawn to the sycamore tree. 
Because to me, um, it's wood. It's a tree. And it's symbolic of the cross. Zacchaeus had to mount the wood of the cross in his own life. He had to to climb up on the cross so that he could see Jesus. It's only by the way of the cross in our own lives are we able to fully understand the love that God has for us. When we embrace the sufferings of our own life, right, that there's the cross. So Zacchaeus, in this image in my own head, he's climbing up the cross of his own life so now he can see Christ, right? And that's whenever Jesus recognizes him. Imagine that moment where all these people want to be with Jesus. They all want a piece of Jesus. And all of a sudden, Jesus stops and he says he looks up. He looks up to Zacchaeus. And it's probably like, well, that's the first time anybody looked up to him because he was so short. But Jesus looks up and he sees Zacchaeus and he calls him by name. I can't imagine the joy that would have exploded in Zacchaeus' heart. He just called Zacchaeus by name and said, Zacchaeus, come down. I want to have dinner at your house. Now, as Cajuns, we know what kind of great joy that would be, right? You get to host Jesus, the one everybody wants to host. You get to host him, and you're the biggest sinner in town. Wow, like that must have done something, particularly to Zacchaeus' heart. And so they have this wonderful meal with Jesus. We don't know what they served. I don't know if it was crawfish etouffee or if it was a nice crab boil or what, but they served something, and they ate till their belly was full. And then Zacchaeus has a moment of repentance, and we can't miss this, right? Zacchaeus doesn't just say, oh, Lord, this is really great. It's a really good meal that we're having. I'm so glad you came to my house, and that was a really cool experience, and um, I'll see you next Sunday at Mass. That's not what Zacchaeus did. Zacchaeus had this encounter with Jesus. His heart was so full of God's love that everything that he had done to the Jews, all the extortions, the stealing of the money and the tax collectors, he repented. He turned away from it. And it's proof. There's an action. He says, not only will I give their money back, but I'll give them four times over what I stole from them. (laughs) That's That's incredible. That would be millions of dollars that he gives back, right? And so I think we've got we to gotta recognize that because an encounter with Jesus can't just be a warm and fuzzy experience. It can't just be, oh, that was really cool. I had a great little spiritual encounter with Jesus. It's got to call us to repentance. There's no growth in the spiritual life without repentance, right? No growth can come without repentance, And that repentance is I'm turning away from that which brings me death, i.e. the tax collector life, to that which brings me life. I turn to that and I begin to follow that, right? And so that's what we see Zacchaeus teaching us today, right? This wonderful experience of a desire to see Jesus. Don't let anything stand in the way of that encounter, And God will always show up bigger than what we were expecting. Zacchaeus just wanted to see him, and Jesus wanted to encounter him. And he wants to do that with us, right? Jesus wants to encounter us, and he's bringing us to the meal, the Holy Eucharist, so that we would be able to encounter him in such a powerful way, but let it also bring us to a point of repentance, 
from whatever it is that we need to repent from, let us confess, let us repent, and have our lives transformed as the chaos was. Amen?